0: The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here is local racing authority Sam Chapman with this week's race day edition of Sound of Speed, only on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is the sound of speed on Beach Booster Radio. And I'm your host, Sam, here to get you set up for the Coke Zero 400 as an NASCAR Sprint Cup Series gears up for 400 miles of super speedway racing under the lights in Daytona. Coverage is set to kick off at 7:45 on TSN, MRN Radio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. <laughs> The NASCAR Spring Cup Series has been coming to the Daytona International Speedway since gates opened in 1959. The Speedway was an alternative for stock car drivers who originally ran their cars along the sandy shores of Daytona Beach. Every year, the Coke Zero 400 lands on or around Independence Day. The inaugural race, the Firecracker 400, was named after the celebrations held throughout the holiday. Due to safety concerns, the inaugural race would be dropped to a 250-mile, 100-lap event. Hall of Fame driver... Fireball Roberts would get the win in the series' first July Daytona race. In July 1997, the track introduced a lighting system and moved the race into the evening. This allows for teams to play with some really cool paint schemes and allows the fans to see even more sparks fly in Daytona. The Daytona International Speedway is a high-banked 2.5-mile oval, one of two restrictor plate tracks on the schedule. What separates this race from the Daytona 500 is the weather. Back in February, the track was cold and had a lot of grip. Now, the track gets to sit in the Florida sun all day before drivers take to the track tonight, heating the racing surface and causing a loss of grip. This will be very apparent parent coming off of turn 4. It was already an issue for drivers back in February, and could be even worse. We saw Chase Elliott and the series' best driver at restrictor plate tracks, Dale Earnhardt Jr., both crash out of the 500 after they suddenly lost grip coming off of turn 4. This will cause drivers to be a little more decisive on when they're going to push a fellow driver. Bump drafting can be dangerous in Daytona, and if the car is hitting just the wrong section of the bumper, we could see the big one. The big one is a crash that's known to frequent super speedway racing. One little incident is these guys are riding around in a Big Pack turns into dozens of wrecked race cars in the blink of an eye. Last year, we saw Austin Dillon flipping into the catch fence as the field was coming to the checkered flag. And Talladega and April saw multiple big ones before the checkered flag fell. As the chase gets closer, the intensity for a win for about 28 of these drivers is going to do nothing but pick up, which could spell big problems if somebody doesn't have patience tonight. Casey Mears will be behind the wheel of the number 13 Geico Chevrolet this evening. Here's what he had to say about Daytona earlier in the week. Sure, sure, no, Daytona's been a a great track um you know it's been a rough year for us in general as far as results go but uh i feel like our team is prepared as they ever have been you know it's been probably the best season we've had as far as having fast race cars uh kind of knowing and understanding what we need to do to be fast um but just not getting results you know for whatever reason you know it's just been a lot of random things throughout the year so i'm looking forward to the second half of this season and and showing people what we can do if you're looking for guys to watch tonight, you can go ahead and check out the entire field. With restrictor plates leveling the field, and the threat of the big one taking out a large number of contenders, just about everyone has a chance tonight. If a driver is going to want a shot at the victory this evening, they're going to have to keep all their fenders on the car, stay out of the big one when and if it strikes, and be in the right place on the final lap with a whole lot of luck on his side, because the win may be decided by an inch. In saying that, there are always a few guys you should keep your eye on anytime NASCAR heads to a plate track. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Denny Hamlin, and Tony. Stewart are guys you can put your money on when NASCAR comes to Daytona in July. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has four wins in Daytona, including two 400 victories. He also has 13 top fives and 19 top tens, which is some impressive consistency on a restrictor plate track. Jr. has been struggling the last few weeks and has yet to lock himself into the chase. Just to add to that pressure, there's only a handful of tracks coming up where Jr. would be considered a contender, with Daytona being at the top of that list. With the chase nearing and a win needed, keep an eye on Jr. throughout the night. Denny Hamlin has one win in Daytona, and here in that in the Daytona 500 earlier this season by moving his teammate Matt Kenseth and holding back Martin Truex Jr. by just a few inches for the win. Hamlin had a shot at winning last weekend, but Tony Stewart had other ideas in mind for Hamlin as he ended up in the wall. With the 11 team already locked into the chase with their Daytona 500 win, look for those guys to find some more success this season in Daytona this evening. Tony Stewart put on a show in Sonoma last weekend, the last corner pass on Denny Hamlin to get his first win in three years. I mentioned in the Sonoma pre-race show that smoke will be in my picks a lot over the next few weeks, as this is the time Tony tends to find his footing. Tony has Four wins in Daytona, all coming into the July event. He also has 9 top 5s and 14 top 10s in Daytona. Smoke may have a win, but he's yet to break into the top 30 in driver's points to qualify for the chase. He may hang back to avoid the big crashes for most of the race, but keep an eye on that 14 as we head into about 10 laps to go. Tony proved last weekend he'll do whatever it takes to get the win, and a win, or even a good run tonight, will put Tony into the chase grid in his final season. Danica Patrick, who scored one of the best finishes of her career in Daytona, had this to say about at the race earlier in the week.
1: Uh, I mean, I think that I've, I've always had the good fortune of driving for good teams that have good cars. Um, I also think that my IndyCar background is very similar to the style of racing that the Super Speedways bring to NASCAR. Um, that was, you know, full speed, flat out, don't lift if you if you don't have to. And just keep your momentum up and uh, lots of big pack racing. So um, so for me, that was a big comfort zone coming to NASCAR, that it was a lot like the IndyCar days um, of driving on mile-and-a-half speedways. So, um, <clears throat> And uh, just, you know, having an awareness for what's around you, making good decisions, and uh, trying to stay out of trouble until the end.
0: Don't forget to join me Wednesday to recap all kinds of motorsports action from around the world, including Spring Cup and Xfinity Series action in Daytona and Formula One in Austria. Until then, you can head on over to the Santa Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, The Sound of Speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Sega Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page, and you can find the latest edition of The Sound of Speed, along with all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Don't forget to check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for tonight. Don't forget to join me Wednesday for a full recap of the weekend's racing action. I'm recording this on July 1st, so happy Canada Day, Wasaga Beach. Enjoy all the racing action from Daytona. Thanks for listening, race fans. Let's go plate racing under the lights. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, mayor of the town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.